Welcome back to Days and Disturbed, where we're all about the spooky ooky and the sticky icky. Footnote, I will find an intro that actually sticks. I swear! I'm your host, Danny de los Monstros. Today's subject will be an awkward family conversation if my parents knew what I was doing on my browser history. Today we are talking about familicide. With me is my resident creep, Van Lay. Hi! How are you doing again, Van Lay? I am so excited to talk about children killing their family. How are you? I am excited to finally dedicate this episode to my parents. Same. And to everyone who's ever given me shit and not shut the fuck up after I tell them I don't want kids. Yeah. Kill them before they kill you. Kill them before they kill you. Pro-choice. Pro, yeah, you're, you're feeling very pro-choice about feeling this. Feeling very pro-choice about it. It's more than pro-choice. It's self-defense. At this point, sleep with a shotgun in your bed. Sleep with one eye open. And don't ever look around the corners. They're there waiting. Because kids are a little kind of kind of creepy. They truly are. As we will find out. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so let me really quick define what familicide is and the different categories it can lead into familicide is when a person murders their entire family there's no quarter there's no quarrel and there's no prisoners at all everyone gets a like a bullet to the head no an axe to the head alive. no survivors except for the one person mm. who is the killer it's never fun now there is something where you, it's called parasite, where you decide to just murder your parents and you spare your siblings. There is quarter. There is some prisoners in the, involved in this. And there, if you want to split it up between the two, there's something called matricide, when you decide to just murder your mother. Patricide, when you just, just decide to murder your father. And if you just decide, you know what? I like my parents, but fuck my siblings. You can commit... Well, don't commit. Fratricide? <laughs> Denny's over here like, so let's go through your options. <laughs> <laughs> want to be real clear about your options. Just decide who you want to kill, and then you'll know the definition and which one you can go to jail so for. once you know your options. Yeah, pretty you much. You get a game plan together. You so, can proceed appropriately. <laughs> Fratricide is when you decide to murder your brother, or sauricide is when you decide to murder your sister. When coming up with this topic, I stumbled across a book called The Phenomena of Parasite by Kathleen M. Hady. If you type in the title of the book and then Kathleen, Google will autofill everything you need to know. It got it, Google's got my back. Thank thank goodness. Ooh, this is a creaky chair. Um, she pretty much summarizes the signs that to know if your kid is actually a murderer. Um, <laughs> I think you just have to wait for them to do it. I mean, shit. <laughs> but I mean, there th- are there are some warning signs that could there, be there are important patterns. to look for leading up to um a bit of a tantrum. Yeah, if they're if they're if they're the ones who are, you know what? How about this? Let's pull out the checklist and see if your kids are actually going to kill you. Who's the lucky winner? So, is your boy crazy? Are you whacking your kid too many times? Does your kid just prefer to sit in their room all day blacking out his windows and listening to Marilyn Manson and Corn Records? If everything checks out above, you might want to sleep with one eye open and watch your back every time you step out from your bathroom at night. Ain't like they can't kill you in your bathroom. Get out of there before you move! No, but in all seriousness, she defines the type of offenders as people who have a... Or, sorry. They 
How, well, they do one. Of, they have one of the one of the three symptoms. They are severely me- they have severe mental illness. They may have had a delusion or a hallucination, which led them to commit the act. Interesting tidbit too is that the adolescents are lo- are less likely to show clinical symptoms than adults. Yeah, and uh, most cases are actually committed by adults rather than adolescents. Yeah. Um, if they were severely abused, the children in question who commit the act are just trying to end the cycle of abuse that has gone on for too long, and they've reached the they reached out to others for help and or or sought out any other means, but violence had to be the answer. And see, I'm not empathizing; I'm sympathizing with that. And this might be a hot take on my point, my part. It's not the only option, but you can understand why someone would feel that way. The reason I'm simp- it doesn't make it right, but you can see where they're coming from. Yeah, because if a person has beaten you down every single moment of your life since you were born, and the only way you've and you've asked for help, there are some cases where people have oh, asked for so help. So many, yeah, and it's to the point where. Push someone over the edge and someone's going to snap. You, like it said in, the, in, I don't know if you've ever read Batman, but in The Killing Joke, Joker was even like, it only takes one bad day to make, uh, to make a bad person. Something along the lines of that. But it, I kind of get it from that, from that perspective. I've read, I've read a few stories that, from not the cases that we've researched, but there were some stories on Reddit like, oh, a girl being abused by their stepmother and the father didn't do anything. And it was to the point where in this story, she didn't snap, but any other rational human being would have snapped at that point. Yeah. And a lot of times too, it's not even like a matter of snapping. There are also a number of cases where it's literally a a matter of self-defense. Yeah. And then it just so happened that like they happened to kill the person and and they're, they're kind of relieved about that fact. But then they're like, okay, but I just ruined my life in another way. And it's it's sad. It's it's an endless cycle of like they're never gonna win. They're, it's never gonna end. And so I again I'm not empathizing with these people. I'm only sympathizing. And then the last tid uh, the last uh symptom or trait that a person could share with with people who commit fam- familicide or patricide or any of the categories is that they're dangerously antisocial. Individuals who kill their parents because they see them as an obstacle to a goal or desire, such as money or freedom from rules. So basically a giant, fuck you, mom, don't tell me what to do. These kids are the ones who they are, are, when they're captured, they exhibit antisocial characteristics, such as harming people or animals and destroying property, especially in early childhood. So that's a a giant yikes. So they may be actually uh, diagnosed also with um, option optional di- optional. Di- <laughs> there's a lot of diagnoses. Yeah, there's a lot of diagnoses. It's de- defiant disorder, or it's also anti person uh, anti personality disorder. Conduct disorder is also very common in these cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also uh, in in some of the, I, I'm, I'll read the statistics in a second, but I just want to bring it up now before I go into it. I think there was a study in Canada where it was. I can read it too. It was like a giant chunk of people who were actually schizophrenic as well. So they were led to yeah, just mental illness in general. There's a lot of reasons, whether it's, whether it's they're committing the act 
knowingly that what they're doing is like they're killing their parents or it can be a delusion or some sort of manic like an episode mm-hmm. um where they are seeing things from the perspective of like objective reality but either way one thing or another it all comes down to mental illness poor kid i mean again we're not we're not empathizing we're simply sympathizing yeah um Actually, another fa- another thing I found about parasites that a lot of cases actually involved solely a gun. It was never like there was not really like a like a blunt weapon used. It was most cases had yeah, a gun involved. Yeah, most commonly it is a gun. I mean, there are cases that are not. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that seems to be the most common. And actually, um, having firearms or like weapons in the house is also considered another risk factor mm-hmm. just because it normalizes. And also sometimes kids grow up around it and see it almost as like a toy. Yeah. And then when it happens, they're like, they don't understand the severity of what, what they just did. Uh, there's actually another tidbit that I learned that handguns, rifles, and shotguns were used in 62% of par- uh, par- uh, patricides and 23% of matricides like men that, that, uh, there's a a lot of cases where it was the sons who committed the crimes versus daughters. Mm-hmm. It would be uh, that mothers would get killed more often than fathers, but there would there would be obviously more cases of patricide. I, I mean, what I thought was there would be more cases of patricide, like there would be more cases of them killing both the parents, but it turns out to be a lot of the times the mother gets the short end of the stick. I, but it all depends and it's situational of what what was going on in that situation where the, the mother was murdered. So that was about. Uh, yeah, it was about it was about 50 percent or 57 to 80 percent was uh, was through what mat, was matricide versus per, patricide and um, per, parasite. Also, it sounds weird. I thought it was parent. Per, per, parenticide but you actually educated me on uh, it was parasite google thank you google you saved you saved our ass google do the thing and um yeah, essentially i found i found an article that's that was talking about there was a there was a study in quebec and out of the 64 cases 50 57 to 80 percent of these kids used a gun there was more matricide than patricide and and parasite everything i just explained apparently i just put it in the wrong order all good. Um, I don't know if you have this in your notes, but I found it really interesting that um, even though adults committing the crime is more common um, in adolescent cases, they're more likely to murder both parents, whereas adult parasite cases are more likely to just murder one parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and also adult parasite cases are more likely to be um, planted in events, premeditated, whereas um Teenage ones are often a little bit more impulsive, which just kind of is, you think of how your brain works as a teenager. Was you know, the of the moment. Pretty, pretty fucking much. Yeah. Yeah. It- and also, too, when you're um, at that age, like a lot of people view their only options as murder, suicide or running away. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's they get caught or they get killed. Mm-hmm. And, and it's usually by their own. Yeah. Like you said, it's. You won't find a case where a kid got away with it. Yeah. There is, they're, they're not, they're, they are not the actual only options, but based on studies and research done, a lot of people that have been in this situation and opened up said that those were 
basically that was where their mindset was. Yeah. Again, not justifying any of this. There's no reason to ever justify killing somebody. We're uh, just trying to understand why someone would justify it to themselves. You have no idea how hard it is to read a murderer at that point. Even like psychologists like, oh, I mean, yeah. I, we think this is what's going on in their head because these they people just say are, what they want people to hear. Exactly. That's why you can't be like, oh my gosh, like the way that like this person thinks was just like so fascinating. It's like, no, that's the way they want to be perceived. That's not how they fucking think. Yeah. they And then that's why people sometimes also romanticize these murderers too. Um, yeah, actually that, that last tidbit that you, that you read was the next point I was going to bring apart. I'm then, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. No, no, I was, I, that, that I mean, hey, I that forgot I have a pathological need for attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um something that people have hypothesized or something that these psychologists have hypothesized is that that in, in a lot of uh, that the reason that they are committed these acts that a lot of sons committed these acts towards the mothers was because it was an unresolved incest incestuous conflict or a parent who victim or a victim who mistreats the child excessively may push the child to a point where of explosive violence if you know what that means Hugh Marvin Gaye I hope you did that editor. I, I gave you some time to put some Marvin. I put, I hope instead he just put three fucking gunshots. <laughs> he's going to listen to you and he's like, oh yeah, that's, that's I guess you a better idea. Fuck this guy. <laughs> that's what I'm here for in the podcast. You guys. <laughs> oh, it also mentioned this in every single article that I read. Oh, almost every single one that in the point that I've read at least, that this is a, that most of the parasite cases are often from people who are under the age of 30 and just so happen to be single. I don't know why it's always the Norman Bates of society who I guess have a thing for their mothers, but dude, Alfred Hitchcock dug deep into psychology. He knows this fucking shit. I don't remember. I never watched Bates motel. I, th- I don't remember. And I don't remember psycho that well. Norman Bates did kill his mom, right? We should, Side note, we should definitely do a fucking Hitchcock marathon and do an episode on him. That would be fun. Hey. He's like fucking important as fuck to everything we love. I mean, Rope was okay. I mean, I don't love all of his movies. Yeah. I haven't seen all of his movies, but they're good. It's important. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We got before. Hey, Edit you heard this it here. Out. This is not relevant. So just, just I'm just going to, I'm just going to yeah. mark it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we don't want a spoiler alert. <laughs> and like like we've said before, too, uh, the perpetrators mostly commonly have schizophrenia. So that was my last little note about what I was going to say. Now, you actually have a bunch of cases that you want to introduce to me. So please educate the audience and I. I'm yeah. just going to sit here in my squeaky ass chair. Story time. Here are some anecdotes in a completely random, unorganized order. Um, so this happened in November of 2001, Christopher, Christopher Pittman. So he technically killed his grandparents, but they were his legal guardians. So I'm throwing it in here because it's a juicy story. Cool. He had a history of mental illness and was put on medication at the age of 12. He was first prescribed, prescribed Paxil. And then he was sent from his parents to live with his grandparents in a different state because it was said that they were a better and more stable situation than his parents. I don't know. What the situation was, if it was like a personal choice or if it was like CPS got involved, but 
he relocated to live with his grandparents and became his legal guardians. And because he moved from one state to another, he had to see a new doctor. So this doctor wasn't able to get Paxil to fill Pittman's prescription. So he was switched over to Zoloft. Even though both medications work similar, they're both SSRIs, they're not, they can't be substituted for one another. And anyone who's had a history or knows anything about like medication and things, especially for mental illness, like it's even just changing your dose too quickly or too much of the same medication can have disastrous side effects and be really intense. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I'm not. I'm not a I'm not a pharmacist whatsoever. I'm not a chemist and I'm not a Are you going to ask me what the difference is? No, 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 no. Cuz I don't know, but they're different medications. They're not generics for one another. No, I thought Zoloft it might be that what I'm thinking isn't Zoloft now banned because of the psychoactive uh uh side effects? I, I don't think it's I don't think it's banned. I can't verify this, but I I do know that it's like not recommended for children, which I'm going to get into. Okay, that Never mind. I just I just thought it was that it was that one drug out there. Whoever's listening, if Zoloft is banned, let me know. I'm retarded. Please tell me that um, I'm retarded. So, yeah, he, his doctor just switched him over to Zoloft. And um, I'm not sure if he did anything as far as like, you know, monitoring dosage and kind of working his way up and things like that. But I'm guessing he didn't based on this. Um So Zoloft, like I said, is known to have increased side effects in children. Um, and the switch had immediate effects on him and it was really bad. So instead of taking him off of the medication, when these things started happening that he was complaining about both physical and mental side effects, Mm -hmm. instead of taking him off the medications, the doctors just upped his dose like a motherfucker. So he became increasingly violent and disruptive, um, within two days of his dosage increase, he shot both of his grandparents and then set the house on fire. Jesus. Um, he ran away with their car. And then when the police found him, he claimed that someone else had done all of that and then kidnapped him. And then he eventually confessed and just insisted that his grandparents, quote unquote, got what they deserved. Jesus. That's so fucking overkill. That case is crazy. Really fucking sad. Wait, 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 wait. By chance, you don't happen to know like what effects were what, what the mental and the physical effects were were uh, uh, happening to him, right? Um, I think it was like, oh, gosh, it was like a lot of shit. I tried to summarize it, but I know that like he was very, very agitated. It seemed like he was in kind of a manic state. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was um he was like having like skin irritation oh, wow. i don't know if it was like actual or like you know sometimes you so it's get the sensation of something crawling on your skin but yeah he was having that and then there was just it was like a combination of both mental and physical symptoms yikes um so yeah that was one case our next case happened in july 2011 oh um never mind i was gonna say i think i thought i forgot to mention how old the other kid was but he was he was 12 so this was Tyler Hadley, who was 17. So he'd been struggling with an in treatment for mental health issues and substance abuse. He had a record of burglary and an aggravated battery. Sure. Um, so one night he took ecstasy, bludgeoned his parents to death with a hammer, cleaned up the crime scene, hid their bodies in the parents' bedroom, and then posted on Facebook that he was having a party. Wouldn't that be the first place to look if you were a cop? 
if you get bl- if like oh this the parents cops are dis- don't fucking know yet you idiot he didn't post on facebook that he killed them he posted on facebook he was having a fucking party yeah oh well I, I jumped ahead of my fucking self god i don't want to throw my fucking shoe at you it's easier if you just listen i mean i can't i'm so excited so basically it's like when your parents go out of town like you just like text everyone like fucking parents are gone like let's have a party that situation so so he posted shit ton of people showed up it was like a fucking rager they partied all night long trashed the house he told everybody all these different stories like oh my parents went here my parents went here they're out of town this or like something happened not consistent but nobody was really talking to each other so didn't yeah really no one questioned it um there were still bloodstains here and there around the house even though he did his best <laughs> to clean it up people assumed it was like fucking spilled soda like how stupid are you Teenagers are fucking so stupid. And how many else of them were on fucking ecstasy? Like, nobody knows what's going on. I guess. Anyways, later at one point in the night, Tyler took his best friend into the parents' bedroom, told him about the murders, and showed him the bodies. What? Are you fucking stupid? Yes. This kid was psycho and stupid and fucking high off of his ass. That's a dangerous combination if you're not aware of that. No, I mean... So... Get this. When asked why the friend, so um, the friend didn't call the police immediately. I saw a couple sources, and I cannot confirm this, but it seems like this friend is the one who called the police later on in the night. No shit. But I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know. It can't be confirmed. But when asked why the friend didn't call the police immediately or at all, his because I don't know if the police showed up because of a noise complaint, mm-hmm. and it, you know, escalated. But the friend's response was, quote, I knew it was going to be the last time I ever saw him. If you were in my shoes and that guy was your best friend, you wouldn't want to leave right away. I know how heinous and sick this is, you know, what he did. But you, you wouldn't run away because you're comfortable with this guy. You don't mm. see him as a killer, end quote. So, like, his friend was fucking retarded. And... Um, and there were have been claims made stating that Tyler had commented to his friends prior that he wanted to kill his parents and have a big party after. So he and committed people it. People always took it as a joke, but this can't be confirmed because you also know how this shit happens. Yeah. Everyone wants their fucking fifteen minutes of fame. Um. So he initially pleaded, pleaded not guilty, but was convicted and given two life sentences. Then made a series of claims later on as to why he did it, blaming it on everything from his anti-anxiety and depressant medications that he was taking, saying his father was abusive, saying his dad wasn't as real bad, or that they just wouldn't let him throw a fucking rager. Now he's just looking for a way out. Because yeah. after after the sentencing, like, yeah, it's two life sentences. Like, no, I, I need it. I, I want to get out of here and go back to partying. How fuck? Mm, no, I can say it. How fucking dumb are you, dude? What was his name again? His name. Well, his name was Tyler. Okay, yeah. Questionable. But (laughs) (laughs) to the Tyler's that out there listening. The Tyler's are out there. There are three wonderful Tyler's that I've met in my lifetime, and I fucking love all of you. And you know what? If someone could bump it up to four, that'd be epic because there's so many shitty Tyler's in the world. Tyler, including you, Tyler Hadley. Fuck off. You're such a douchebag. Of course, a Tyler would kill his parents to have a fucking party if or anything. That's such a Tyler move. Does it? It seems... (laughs) To me? That's Tyler as fuck. It's... Does it seem like a lot of Tylers are the ones that are like the drug addicts that you know? Um, I think that they're just fucking conceited douchebags and may or may not 
be fucking druggies. Did a Tyler hurt you in your life? No, I just like know a lot of obnoxious ass oh. fucking Tylers. And not all Tylers are bad people. Hashtag like, not all Tylers. Not all Tylers are bad people. But I'm just saying y'all have a reputation. Just like not all Dannys are that good looking like me. <laughs> Hello, everybody. So in 2015, two brothers, Robert and Michael Beaver, Robert was 18 and Michael was 16, killed five of their seven family members. Holy fuck. Police were alerted about the murders by their 12-year-old brother, who was able to call the police while the attacks were happening. The family were all stabbed to death, except for two sisters. One was brutally attacked and probably left for dead. I don't know if the police showed up and stopped it or if they thought that she was going to die and she just survived. And then one was left unharmed. So the brothers were arrested the same day. The cops like showed up and I think they had like some like forest or like some sort of open land behind their house. Yeah. The kids ran. And it's like, where are you going to fucking go? Yeah. It's obvious. So the cops got them the same day arrested. The kids were all homeschooled and the family in general kept to themselves. But the older surviving daughter said that her father was abusive towards her and her siblings. However, it doesn't seem like the murders two were to escape an abusive household. Robert, who's the older one, claims that their plan to kill their family had been in the works for a long time. They'd planned to go on a shooting spree after the family members' murders, quote, hoping it would rival and even outdo the Columbine massacre, and aiming for a body count of over 100 people. They are pieces of shit, and both were tried and convicted as adults. There's a lot of things I want to say, but I know we got a lot to cover. (laughs) But what the fuck? Okay. With that case, you know what? Just continue on. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna skip it because I. I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. Fuck it. No, you know what? Fuck them. Be mean. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the whole point of this is to roast these fucking assholes. Expose and roast them. With. Okay, first time. First of all, their last name is Beaver, and they were homeschooled. Yeah, they were gonna turn out to be like serial killers. No fucking matter what. I've met a lot of homeschooled kids. And to the homeschool kids out there listening, just for some odd chance, and you happen to be named Tyler, sorry, but homeschool kids are kind of weird. Yeah. You know, I have one friend who, like, I was, like, shocked she was homeschooled, and she's like, I've literally dedicated my entire adult life to trying to make up for all the experiences I didn't have in high school (laughs) to make it seem like I wasn't homeschooled. (laughs) And even she talks shit on the other homeschooled kids we know. Dude, it's... it's, it's not that there's they're socially nothing, awkward. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that the isolation is not good for certain people like yeah. the Beaver Brothers. <laughs> you would call them the Beaver Brothers. Sounds fucking stupid. Beaver and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we should go on a killing spree yeah. and uh, rival the Columbine kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to continue the joke. Yeah, but fuck them. Anyways, another case, which if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably fucking heard of. Piece of shit Menendez Brothers. August 1989. Just a couple bitch ass risk rich kids who didn't get enough of daddy's money, so they shot and killed both their parents, hoping to get inheritance. They tried to make it look like someone else had done it. Later called 911 saying someone had killed their parents. You can look up the 911 call on YouTube or whatever to see just how much they're fucking bullshitting. When brought to court, they claimed they did it because of years of sexual abuse by their father. The court didn't really buy it. They're in for life. It's a pretty big case. I didn't want to go in detail because like whatever. Wait, back up. I actually thought it was just that they were they were sexually abused. 
I have, was all alleged and likely not. So it was it was all just like, yeah, no, they were they were here for the money. Yeah. Fucking. And especially they were the ones who called the cops and like, oh, yeah, he killed him. Oh, God, you listen to their fucking phone call. It sounds it sounds He's like, like kill my dad. Kill my dad. <laughs> He's dead. Like it's oh my! It's very God. it's very like overly acted. I'm pretty sure not, like the other not an Oscar winning performance. I'm pretty sure the other brother was close. like in the background, like the other brother in the background was like, <laughs> no, a little louder, a little louder, and they go oh, louder. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking retarded, but whatever. Prison for life. And actually, do want to point out, people, I have heard the Menendez uh, brothers like phone call too. I'm not saying you should. But you, sh- it is on YouTube. Um, I don't want to say it's funny because it involves the death of two people. But it's but fucking hilarious. The fact that, like, the fact that they think it's a convincing performance is funny. I'm pretty sure, like, like a veteran dispatcher is listening, like, because you know they have it's to listen like, to all of, all of this bullshit too. I think Tommy Wiseau would have done a better job. Damn, that says something. I know what I'm trying to say. Is <laughs> the, the veteran dispatcher is like, uh huh. So what happened to your to your father? Oh, he. What was it again? What did he do? There go Dude. my parents. And he's like he's like talking like, hey, wait, um, uh, excuse me for a second. Hey, did we um? Please hold. Did did we shoot him or did we bludgeon him to death? I'm sorry. Did he bludgeon himself to death? Oh, okay. okay. He killed himself. <laughs> he killed everybody in the house except us. We're he alive. Li- he literally doesn't even sound like he's crying. He's just going. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> okay um next case like kind of fits in this category a little bit but i'm putting it in here because it is a very crazy case um from june 2015 the close case of gypsy rose blanchard mm. because she didn't actually stab her mother she had her boyfriend do it but she it was a very, very sad, very complicated story. She was a victim of Munchausen by proxy virtually her entire life, like from childhood. Can you define Munchausen by proxy? So it's basically where a parent makes or pretends that their child is sick, usually for sympathy or they have some sort of like a savior complex. But basically she was it's. The list, it's such a fucking complicated case, and it's so sad but so fascinating. Please look into it if you're curious at all, if you didn't hear about it, because it was really popular a few years back because it got a, like, a Hulu show. Yeah, they made a TV show out of it. Um, There's a fantastic HBO documentary about it. Highly recommend it. Um, But it was, like, everything from, like, the mom, like, lied about her having cancer Mm -hmm. and, like, her... Uh, like having like a low IQ and like drugged her up all the time to make mm-hmm. it seem like this, got all these prescriptions, got a fucking feeding tube inserted in her. The daughter lost all of her fucking teeth because she was on all these different medications that like made her fucking teeth like rotten fall. Like the list goes on. It's so fucked up. And all this shit happened to her from such a young age that she was not even aware about how much of it was a lie because of how brainwashed she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and also ironically, because she was taking so many different medications that she didn't need, the side effects were actually making her sick from yeah. all these different medications. So she did have health problems from that. I think the mo- the mom was kind of banking on that fact too. Like if I give her enough of these pills, that like she will really oh, be sick, absolutely. and then yeah, yeah. Um. So she met 
a guy online that became her boyfriend and together they plotted to kill her mother to be free of the abuse. She tried running away a couple times and it didn't work. Um, so together they made a plan and her boyfriend, Nick John stabbed the mother to death. They were just, they tried to frame it as like the mom was murdered and Gypsy was kidnapped, but they just were, they were not good at covering their tracks. They were caught really short after the crime. Um, and yeah, so that was like fucking crazy. Remember how I was saying about like, I'm not empathizing, but I'm sympathizing. This was the case I was talking about. Like, I get it. Absolutely. But it's fucked up. Yeah. But I get it because. Yeah. I did. I did watch the TV show like a little bit. Like I kind of got bored, but I knew I knew the case. But I was like, I knew I know the case and what happened. But this is the kind of case I'm like, no, I get it. And I get that you tried to get out, but no one would help you. Yeah, this is definitely a good example. Like the system just failed her every step along the way, which is like really, really sad. She felt that this was her last resort. Yeah. um, She's also like, if you look at interviews with her now, like she's seems to be rehabilitating. She's remorseful. Extreme. Yeah, absolutely. She didn't want to do it, but she couldn't, you know, no one would help live like that anymore. Like, so what happened to the boyfriend? He's incarcerated for life, I believe. So he he does have life in prison then. Yeah, because I think she got maybe like 10 years. Wow. Okay, this might be she, fucked up. She was, um, I think her charges were more like uh, second conspiracy. degree murder, conspiracy. With, this might be fucked up of me to say. Go for it. I love that shit. But do you think she planned it from the beginning? Like, including the boyfriend, but at the same time kind of using him as a skate. Sorry, Gypsy, if you're out there, fuck you. But. I don't know. If. If she planned it, like, I'm going to have someone else murder murder my mom just so I don't do it. And I can I know I'm going to get in trouble, but not as bad as trouble as that guy. But this is the only way out. So I need to step on some sh- I need to step on someone's toes to get the hell out of this situation. Kind of. And I also feel like it was probably more just she she was afraid that she wouldn't be able to go through like she wouldn't know if she'd be able to go through with it or get away with it. Yeah. Just because I think because of the times that she tried to run away in the past and that didn't work. I yeah. Think, like she was terrified of her mother. Her mother was fucking psycho. I'd be fucking scared too. Yeah. So, but also her boyfriend was like a straight like textbook sociopath. Like look again, go into the case. You'll find all the things about him. Like, um, but he was, he was a fucked up dude. So I think that, so one way or another, I think it was very much brought into reality by him with that. That's exactly why I was asking you, like, because I think she kind of figured out, like, he I is textbook. Think, so I don't think she would have known that she was so naive. She was so sheltered. She mm. never went to school. She didn't have like any friends like her mom literally was like the only person in her life. Like she didn't. I just, I don't know. Like, based for you to say the shit you just said about homeschool kids and then say shit like this. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm being hypocritical. Yeah, I'm being, I, I gotta check my privileges. I'm not, def- I'm not defending her, but I just genuinely feel that, like, she was not aware of all those things. Mm-hmm. Well, each their own. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that's a crazy story. Um, but I'm glad that. Justice was served. So next case is took place in 2010 case of Jennifer Pan. She was 24 years old, 24 years old. Try it again. She was 24 years old. Jennifer Pan was 24 years old when she hired a hit that targeted both of her parents. 
She stated that this was a result of abusive tiger parenting. Basically, her parents had extremely and often unrealistically high expectations of her and her brother, didn't allow them to like date or even basically like have a social life, which continued even after she turned 18 and was legally an adult. Mm -hmm. So she they were like super strict about like grades and shit. So she actually like forged her report cards and to make it look like she's doing better in school. And then by the time she'd graduated in high school, she had convinced her parents that she was enrolled, accepted and enrolled at a college when she wasn't. Wow. So at that time that she was at university, quote unquote, yeah, she was um, working. She was like teaching piano lessons and working in like a restaurant or something Mm -hmm. um, and living with her secret boyfriend that she'd had since high school. Mm -hmm. So it eventually escalated to her pretending she had an internship at like a children's hospital. The lie just kept going on. Yeah. And on so and basically on. her parents got suspicious and they found out and they were like, okay, like obviously they were fucking pissed, but they allowed her to live back at home again after they found out. But tensions grew and then she finally just plotted and executed the hit because nothing had changed. So she was a sociopath as well. Yeah. Basically seems like it runs in the family. <laughs> it just comes out <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> And then there was another case in August of 2005, very similar, called um, of Esme Seng. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. S-I-N-G-H? T-E-T-S-E-N-G. Oof. Good luck. So she also had very overbearing and difficult to please parents who punished her very severely for scoring low in school, which, by the way, was literally like A minus B's. So fuck. she eventually. Fuck sn- off. I she would get- eventually snapped and stabbed her mother to death. Back up. I got C's in school. C minuses. And I was fucking ecstatic. C's are acceptable. I got C minuses. I'm ecstatic. D's are where I'm like, fuck. I <laughs> fucked up. My mom and dad are going to be mad. But. To be like, I got an A. I know there's people out there that get A minus and they're like, oh, I fucking failed school. The school system is a construct. It doesn't really matter. Tell that to my parents when I was growing up. Whatever. Um, so, yeah. B. B, B plus easier and C on your kids. Please continue um, your case. So two cases of basically just like, but daddy, I love him. Sarah Johnson case and the Jasmine Mm. Richardson case. Both offenders state that they did it because their parents didn't approve of their boyfriends, which is like so dumb. That's like the purge kind of kind of thinking like, oh, that's like fucking like bratty. Like I didn't get my way. Oh, I was talking about like the first purge movie. Like, oh, my dad, the Ethan Hawke didn't accept my accept my boyfriend. The boyfriend's like, sorry, I don't remember anything about the purge. Oh, fuck it. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) Talking to the wrong fucking person here. God damn it. I just like. You didn't like the purge? Every time I like think like got brought up, I just thought of like all the ways it could have been so much fucking cooler. Yeah. Okay. Another case was the case of Larry Schwartz, which happened in January 1984. He grew up in foster care and eventually killed his adoptive mother. Ooh. He was six years old when he joined the family and he was the only child. Later on, the family adopted another child named Michael. So the two seemed to get along, but as they grew older, the parents started to get a lot stricter and punishments were more severe. And it mm. escalated into full-fledged abuse. What punishments were that? What you're talking about? Um, it didn't say. Mm-hmm. I read a brief synopsis, but it Never was mind. abusive. And I'm guessing like a very like just very strict, very explosive, very restrictive household. Mm-hmm. Um. So they adopted another kid. Jesus. Because two were going so well, right? Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And this chair is really creaky. <laughs> they, um, so they adopted another kid and eventually kicked out Michael, which was the second kid that they adopted. They kicked him out. Yes. You're off the island. Mm-hmm, voted off the island. So he and Larry, who was the first one that got adopted, actually kept in touch. And they were just outraged by everything that had happened with their parents. So tensions just grew and grew and grew and hit a breaking point And Larry killed the parents. They adopted and- mother. Mm-hmm, both of them, the oh. mother and the father. Oh. So the next morning he called 911 pretending he had been awoken by the, so the younger child they adopted was a girl. So he pretended that he had been awoken by the little sister looking for her parents, only for them to both find them mutilated and dead. And he tried to pin it on his brother, Michael, the one that he was oh. so tight with. Shady. Um, but eventually, forensic evidence connected Larry to the crime, and then he confessed, was charged with two counts of first-degree murder, was um, arrested, but released from prison only nine years later, and adopted by another family, eventually married, had a child, and then died of a heart attack in 2004 at the age of 38. I would hate to have a heart attack, too. <laughs> said, uh, Help! Help! I'm having a heart attack right now. <laughs> Pushing the life, life alert. They're like, dude, it's the heart attack guy. Or it's the heart attack gal. God damn it. <laughs> he died of a heart attack in 2004 at age of 38. How so he, he lived a colorful life. How old was he when he when he committed the, the, the act? Mm, I did not do that math. Because was it one of those cases where he was charged as a kid? And then it was later in life that or they could only charge him as a child, for, depending on where you are, where you're at. And then there he's released it from juvie after a certain age. And then he's like, all right, now I can live my life. So. I don't I don't know. Fuck him. Never mind. I tried to do the math and I realized I'm too dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you that's why you get homeschooled. Come on. <laughs> I will admit with homeschool kids, they are much smarter than not the, always. No, no, no. Really? No, no, no. no like the people I meet at least. So that's a compliment from Daniel's monstros. There, there's that. There's the people that are like want like really like intensive education. And then there are the parents that are just usually either want to give their kids almost like special treatment and like easy way out. Yeah. And or focus it highly on religious studies and not. Yeah. Like actual studies. Subjects. Hey, do you know math? God can teach you that. <laughs> What's one plus one? Jesus. God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, another case happened in July of 1990. This one's really fucked up. Um, it's the um, Stacy Lannert was sexually abused by her father from early childhood. And her mother was aware of but ignored that it was happening. Mm-hmm. And it went on for years. And then when her father finally began to abuse her younger sister as well, she snapped and killed him. And she was 18 at the time of the murder. Just like in the book, Sucker Punch. That ex- the exact situation happened. That's wild. Except this is real, so it's like fucked. It's not fantasy? <gasps> yeah. I know, Sucker Punch, it's like badass. And then like this, you're like, that's That's a real fucked. thing. Yeah. And then there's, okay, this next case, I don't have a year on this. Sorry, guys. I was like, I had a busy We were tired. Week. I had a fucking busy week. I tried to. I tried to do these notes, you guys. I appreciate that you actually did the notes, too, anyways. Yes. If that makes you feel better. Um, so Alex and Derek King um, were the two boys that lived with their 
I don't know if they'd always lived with their dad or started living with their dad at this point. But he, the dad had a friend who was a complete fucking pedophile. Cool. Who they befriended. Not cool that he's a pedophile, but okay, continue. <laughs> so basically, he kind of like groomed them. And by the time that the kids were 12 and 13, the sons had began like a relationship with him. Like a... Yeah, no, I get it. I remember this case. And they basically plotted to kill their dad so they could live with the creepy guy. Hmm. And later that year, their father was found dead. And I didn't get the exact, like, sentencing, but, like, they were, um, you know. They're pretty much like, this is my real yeah, daddy. they convicted Ooh. them for, like, the murder stuff and then the other guy for pedophilia. They didn't even get him for a second. Was it the guy, the the pedophile guy, was was the one helping them conspire to murder the dad, or they had no, he had nothing to do with it? I don't I don't know if he even had anything to do with it, but I'm not sure. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, but I mean, I think it was probably the way that the information was presented. Guys, I'm sorry. Like anytime I fucking get shit wrong, and you can start poking holes in my stories. How about like every time you get something wrong, you put a dollar in the in, in the Days and Disturbed Fund. <laughs> Every time we fuck up on something, Every which is a time lot. Every fuck up, I'll put a chicken tender in the Days and Disturbed Fund. <laughs> I'll be like, oh boy. There's so many chicken tenders in the fridge right now I could put in that jar. Um, but yeah, I'm guessing that it was probably just like them being like, Let's- we want him to be our dad. We want to live with him. And the dad's like, no. Other, other dad likes to put things in our butts. And then they're and we- like, well, gonna kill you. so this other case is also fucking wild a little reminiscent of juicy smollier but (laughs) this is the case of seth gonzalez wait before you go on just (laughs) you mentioned juicy smollier go ahead what happened during the juicy smollier case this is a recent case he lied he lied lied. how did he lie oh it's basically just like doing some shit and then framing it as being racism you want to explain it for them attention Basically, this guy who was on the show Empire, <laughs> he he was he He's went so dumb and fucked up. So, <laughs> I think actually Dave Chappelle made a joke about that's this. why I said Juicy Smollett. Yeah, okay, so you did watch it too. <laughs> that of course I watched Dave Chappelle. Listen to the shit I say. <laughs> he went out at night around three a.m. Some supposedly some white dudes with MAGA hats on beat him up for being gay. And they hung him up from his, like, I don't know. They hung him up regardless. And he was like, oh, I definitely saw two white dudes with MAGA hats on at 3 a.m. in the morning. That They both happened to have rope on them. And they happened to know who I am. It turns out, one, there was no guys like that. Two, the guys that did beat him up, who he paid to get beaten beaten up, were his cousins. And they were like, 19- yeah, he just he framed the whole thing because he wanted to get attention, get attention. And I don't know, prove that all this discrimination is because of MAGA. happening to him. So, yeah, kind of in that vein, now we're going to we talk about Seth Gonzalez. So he was part of an Asian descent family living in Australia. Wait, what? His name is Gonzalez and he's never mind. Go ahead. I ain't judging. I'm totally judging. But. Look. Basically, he was known to just, like, act fucking weird, and he was a pathological liar. Like, he lied about shit, like, having cancer and shit. Like, Whoa. he was, he was up there. He really wanted attention. He was, yeah. So, he decided. Nice. 
this is you guys don't know how many takes before this i just like fucking belched we're just gassy dude it was like opera style belch like it the projection like it was beautiful i will give you that it was glad that i've been able to like rein it in but i'm sorry so give me another good one we still got we got time (laughs) danny we got time but he was so he was a fucking crazy weird dude and he decided to kill his family to get money from them when he was 21 years old. So he killed his sister, his mother, and his father one by one over the course of the day as each arrived at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. All of the murders were particularly violent. So they all included a combination of bludgeoning, stabbing, and strangulation. Mm-hmm. Not just like one for each. Like they all had hella shit. And then he painted the message, fuck off agents, KKK, on one of the walls of the house. So he tried to make it look like a hate crime. <laughs> now, that's why I made the juicy smoothie. No, no, I, no, I see the correlation. Trust me. Yeah, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm la- again, just like the Dave Chappelle joke was a veteran cop being like, "Huh, this makes no sense whatsoever." But okay, we'll go with it. And then just like the 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 the, the holes continuously. Poking through its little head, poking its little head through his story, and it's like his story is a piece of fucking Swiss cheese, dude. So many holes in it. So he was arrested and convicted of the murder, largely thanks no to shit. pathological lying, which had the police suspicious early on because of all the con- contradictory statements he was making. So he was like, "Oh, they were all, they were all dressed in white gowns and white hats." Where? Where were they coming from? From the backyard. Oh, okay. This backyard? No, no, the front yard. Mm. Yeah, so basically he was just like so stupid (laughs) and offensive. (laughs) Gosh, what an insult. (laughs) Like, ugh. (laughs) So another case happens. June. (laughs) You're so stupid. (laughs) 2015 uh, with Roberto Martinez Mary. Close enough. Mariano. Marinero. Marinera. Got it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I don't know if the second name is supposed to be Italian or Mexican or a completely different ethnicity, but whatever. He got into an argument with his family, presumably about not putting his family first. Can you see where this is going? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> they got in a fight because his family was like, you don't put us first. You put like your girlfriend first. You put like other shit first. Like, and then he just like decided to instead of being like, you're right, I'm sorry, or like being denial, he just like really proved the family's point by beating and stabbing his mother, um, then dumping her body in a ditch while she was still alive for her to die there. Oh my god. Throwing his four year old brother off a bridge and then his what? infant half brother in a dumpster. <laughs> okay, the mother's brutal. But throwing your fucking brother off of a goddamn bridge. Hope that is... boy can swim. Hope that boy can swim. Wait, can I ask which bridge? <laughs> I guess I'm just more um, curious. You know, I actually saw it, but I didn't put it in the notes, so I don't remember. I'm just trying to say, like, maybe there's a positive to it. I, I don't know about this case, but maybe there's a positive. No, and it's like not they, a... they all died. <sighs> oh, even the dumpster baby? Yeah. That's sad. That sucks. I mean, this is all sad, but... Man, to be thrown off a fucking bridge? Like, yeah, you ble- beat your mother to death, but you threw your fucking brother off a goddamn bridge. Well, he basically threw his mom in a ditch because that's where he dumped her. Because she was still alive when he dumped her body. But he threw his brother 
off a fucking bridge. Like, 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 like let's go, go long. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking, like, yeah, he put him over his shoulder, like, all right, kid, go long. Whee! So just, I just loved the irony of that story. And I feel very sorry for that family because they were, they were arguing about something they were so obviously right about. <laughs> like, if they're up there, I just want you to have the satisfaction of saying, I told you so up in the afterlife. And to the kid got, who got thrown off the bridge. Dude, you got thrown off a fucking bridge. I'm so sorry. Your brother's a shit. Yeah. So that was that was wild, right? All right. He got thrown off a fucking I'm still <laughs> on that, dude. Holy shit. I don't know if I'm clipping the mic, but holy shit. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm just imagining like a cartoon event, like wee. Yeah, it's like it's like the whole like not even like the whole splash is like boop. Like in cartoons, when something hits the bomb and it looks like the ground, it looks like an atom bomb. Yeah, Hiroshima or Pearl Harbor. That's what's going on through my head right now. I'm like, oh my god, he got thrown off a fucking bridge. All right, I'm go ahead. Okay, our next case is the case of Kipland Kinkle. So like Kipland Kinkle. Fucking kill someone or myself if I had that name too. You said Kinkle? Kiplin Kinkle. Oh my god, that's even worse. <laughs> he Never sounds mind. like a fucking character <laughs> in a Santa's workshop story. <laughs> sounds like a fucking Christmas elf. <laughs> <laughs> like old Chris Kringle and Kiplin Kinkle. <laughs> Anyways, in May of 1998, um, is when this case occurred. He was obviously troubled. He was involved in torturing animals. He was obsessed with like violence and like guns and weapons and shit. He was voted most likely to start World War Three in his middle school yearbook. Why they have that as a category in his school? We need someone needs to talk to the principal. And I don't know. Maybe we should have played a game in the beginning of this, being like. All right, can you decide, can the audience decide which category they fit in? Do they fit in A, mentally ill, B, antisocial, or C, severely abused? We should have played that game and been like, bing, which one do you, which one do you, do you guys decide they're going to be in? I'm not trying to psychoanalyze this shit because I feel like it almost gives some people an excuse. The abuse ones, it's very obvious, but everything else, I'm just like, mm, I think you're just a fucking piece of shit. Um, so for some reason, the dad thought that getting this kid a gun no. And, and no. like turning it into a hobby would allow him to channel his aggression in a healthier way. So I'm not sure if this was like he wanted to do like gun safety courses with him or if it was for hunting or like just target practice. I don't know what the intent was because he fucking died. So <laughs> this obviously backfired because one day he brought the gun to school was suspended for bringing the gun to school, got home, was told that he would be sent to military school by his parents if he didn't get it together. And in response, he shot his father. And then when his mom got home, he shot her too. Um, and the next day, he drove the mom's car to school and engaged in a school shooting where two were killed and 25 were wounded. So he's serving life in prison. And it was later found that there was a family history of mental illness, but this was hidden and ignored by the family and it's likely he suffered paranoid schizophrenia. I blame the dad. It, through and through, I blame the dad. You gave your fucking kid a gun, dude. For, yeah, you're that, asking for trouble. 
he was something was gonna happen, but that was the icing on the fucked up shit cake. It was like you know the wedding cakes put they put like what like little mar like little Barbie dolls on top of the cake. You put a bullet on your fucking cake, whatever your the dad's name was. That's stupid. Yeah, I'm, I don't even have kids, and I'm like, I can tell any parent like like you know what would have would have been a great hobby for him. Not having a gun. No what? therapy. Yeah, therapy would have been a great hobby. If you're struggling out there, therapy's a fucking lit hobby. Go, dude. You should make it a hobby as just to talk to people in general and ask, hey, is something wrong with me? And they'd be like, <laughs> yeah. And then just writing it down your little journal and just not. I swear, even a like gun super his- shitty health insurance, you can get coverage for therapy. Like, just go. Um, so well, the therapy is not that great. If you- It's something. It's a start. True. So another case. This is the final one I have to add. Happened in 2013. This is Henry Chow. Another dumbass. He killed his parents and then claimed that his friend helped him dismember and cook the bodies. Ew, what? They found evidence of like the bodies and shit, like pieces of human meat, bodies and shit, and like Tupperware and like bags bags and shit around like the house. So this was, I don't know if they actually planned to eat it. Or if it was just an attempt to hide the bodies. But he posted about it on social media. Wow. So I I fucking hate social media, but I love social media because it just is a great way to collect evidence on stupid people doing stupid fucking things that makes it so easy to get these convictions done. So he was convicted. Um, and in court, he claimed that he did it because, quote, if they died, I could be reborn, unquote. So we got a little philosopher piece of shit on our hands. You got a little God complex over here, huh? A little bit. You said that was your last one. Yeah. Do Can you have I anything add, to add, Danny? I really want to add the big bad paras- mm, pat- patricide man himself. The most famous case of all of them that you failed to mention. I was actually surprised about this. How good are you at your literature? How, mu- how much do you read? Some. Some? Do you remember a guy named Oedipus Tyrannus? Was he a Tyrannus. Oedip- Yeah. No, he was a, he was a Greek story. It's a Greek play, Oedipus. The a- Oedipus yeah, complex? I, I know Okay, I was like, about. yeah, no. So, Oedipus... It's either Oedipus Rex or Oedipus Ty- Tyrannus. And wait, let me just talk about it for a second. Honestly, this is obviously, I, this one's a joke. He, 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 he doesn't exist. He didn't exist. He was just a part of a play by Socrates. But this one goes out to all the Freudians out there who are like, hey, yo, finally, you're going to talk about it. Yeah, because it's true crime. We're totally going to talk about literature. <laughs> I mean, hey, we're going to eventually. Uh, according to the three Thebian plays. <laughs> That's crime fiction. Yeah, but crime I'll, fiction. Where does this two crime? But I'm this gonna is kill you. But the, you can talk about it. It but. does. It does go into like the whole. <laughs> remember when I was talking about Kate Kathleen? We have an observer making a face that is very much in line with the things. In fact, why are, why the hell are you in here right now? Get out. This is a private event. <laughs> okay, cool. No, Oedipus did kill. It's actually, his- our first live show. <laughs> the one, <laughs> the one person who showed up. No, Oedipus did kill his father. And then he did marry his mother. So I was going with some, off something that Kathleen did say. Like, it was off of incestuous tendencies. But you know what? I'll just get into Oedipus later. He was just a joke character I wanted to throw in there. Um, 
he did murder his father, but he didn't realize he murdered his father until it was all found out at the end of this after the end of Oedipus the King. But I'm just gonna I was a throw oh throwaway one, but fuck it. That's all I got to say. Okay, you let's ruined talk it about, for me. Thanks I'm for sorry. ruining it. Yo, <laughs> thanks, asshole. I'm here to roast and destroy. Okay, so I just one thing that was really interesting slash thought provoking slash confusing slash kind of pissed me the fuck off in some situations. Sorry, we're having a little technical difficulty. Do I need to restart? No, no, you're good. Okay. There's like no restarting. We're at we're at like the freaking 40 minute mark. Just leave it. Um, so a lot of these cases, like the sentencing is incredible, which I didn't go into detail in a lot of these cases because it's so complicated and it covered so many cases. So sorry in advance. I know I didn't go into the details on this on every case. So if you're gonna have an opinion, you can have an opinion and do your research. But overall, what you're gonna find is what I found is that the sentencing is incredibly varied and incredibly inconsistent among all these and all the other cases of this shit that I didn't even fucking talk about today. Mm. So some of them are up for parole. Some are in for life. Some are walking the streets free today. And there's some instances where minors are tried as adults. Some are tried as minors. Like, what? I just am curious, like, how do you feel? What do you think about this whole situation? As far as like how he should be convicted. With the cases where society would have failed these kids, I feel a little more sympathy for them. And I feel like they're the ones who get should get it. for me, at least. And it's me being very selfish and being like, oh, I'm not taking the, the entire fact of like the severity of the crime or how heinous the crime was. But the cases where like, yeah, no, I murdered the, I murdered my mom or dad or not my family. The family one's like a blatant like. What the fuck did your brother do? Unless he was like involved in that shit. But maybe like a like a less severe sentencing. Like it has to be situational with the cases where this the person's actually mentally ill. Yeah, no, send them away. They don't they And do you think that minors should be tried differently than adults? Because no. do you really know like you're more impulsive as a minor, but your morals are gonna stay the fucking same. Yeah. Your understanding of right and wrong is gonna be the same. We actually okay. I have something with that too. Did you think it was okay to kill someone? You were no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> right and wrong is subjective to the person, and that's fucked up to say. But but everyone right knows and that wrong is not subjective when it comes to what you know is against the law. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But the whole thing, like, I don't want to kill this person. But when it comes down to the situation, like when it comes down to the line. And I have no other ex- escape and I don't know any other way to get out of it. I I do feel like, uh, no. But that doesn't have to do with the age. Well, no, you with know, age. Like, there's some, some of these kids. But do you think that like just in general, regardless, like I'm not talking about just abuse cases, but just in general, like I know that like it's a kind of like a. A lot of people have a lot of different opinions on like how minors should be tried versus adults for violent crimes honestly with that i don't think mine some of the, at least the cases that i've read i don't think minors should be treated more different than than adults it's like you committed a heinous crime you really need to be put away for life yeah even if you were a kid yeah you like you said before these these you as as growing up your your morality should almost stay the same but then tell it to a sociopath who thinks that murder is okay yeah and that's what i'm that's what's the the hard part about to talk about it's just 
it's hard to say, but I think, no, you know what you did was wrong. You should be tried just as an adult should be tried. Maybe if the severity comes to like, no, you deserve the death penalty as a kid, that's something that's kind of hard to decide. Because like you said, some people actually got the death penalty. Well, at least some in the cases that I've read from yours, uh, from your notes, and then some cases that I've read uh, aside from these ones, some people got death penalties. I don't think, I don't remember reading about that in any of the ones that um, I covered, but there were quite a few cases of life imprisonment. But these are. I'm pulling these up some notes only, right now. I I don't disbelieve you. I'm just saying I didn't reference any. Oh. But I, it's. I'm not saying that it hasn't. I'll happened. pull it up later. Don't worry. We'll talk about it after. I'm not saying I don't believe you. You should do. We just. I'll put a chicken. Nu- I'll put a chicken nugget in the in the, the, the disturb bar. <laughs> you know what? I'll put a chicken nugget right now. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. So I'll just put one right now. One nugget Fuck at a time. You. Also, how many nuggets do you have to put in the jar too? These nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. To to answer your question. Yes, I think kids should if the uh if the crime is severe enough, yeah, you should be treated you should be tried as an adult. Being put to death is another case too. I'm like, yeah, but if it requires a kid being killed because of this, that's hard to say. Yeah. But should we put put these same kids in like a max prison? I don't think so. Maybe into juvie and then as soon as they're done with juvie, they get put into a max prison and as an adult. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? If a if the severity of a kid's crime ended up ended them up in juvenile hall because they're the, below the age of 18. Do you think they should continue on with their sentence into a, an actual Absolutely. prison? Yeah, yeah. Right. I've, I've thought about that a lot too. I think how I feel about this in all cases is, um, I think that violent crimes are, should be treated extremely differently than nonviolent crimes just because of the circumstances are usually, I think that the chances for rehabilitation are a lot slimmer when with violent crimes. Yeah. Um, and I think that in cases where it is abuse, obviously, like it was in a lot of cases is almost an act of self-preservation, um, self-defense, which I'm not excusing it and I don't think they should not be tried. But I do think that in general with these types of crimes it is more just kind of weighing the risk of whether or not they're likely to reoffend, and I think the reasons for committing a crime say a lot about that. So, for someone who like Much these cases, the these cases that are like abuse situations, um, I think that they are probably unlikely to often commit the crime, a violent crime again. And also, based off my research, those were a lot of the cases where they experienced a lot of remorse and psychological trauma from what they did because they didn't actually want to kill somebody they just wanted to get out again not justifying it sympathizing exactly um but i don't know i think that fucking most of these cases like these people should be put away for fucking life like murder is murder and you it's kind of like you have one job (laughs) like to not kill people like if you can't even fucking manage that you need to be kept away from society that's the whole reason for us having a justice system so if that can't be followed through upon what's the point of having a justice system but even then like like you even said if it's if it's an if it's committed within self-defense it was it was the last resort and 
I don't justify murder, but if the other person happened to die while you're just trying to defend yourself, should you still be put to should you still be treated as a, as a as a murderer? Well, that's why there are like and I do agree with the fact that there are different degrees. Yeah. of murder and I think that that's when those kinds of things and laws come into play. But should which those I'm same people for, but mm-hmm. go ahead, sorry. I think that I don't know how I feel it should be sentenced, but I don't feel as strongly that they need to be locked away from society forever. I think they definitely need to pay for what they did. Um, But again, the risk of reoffense is very low compared to a lot of these people who did it out of being fucking psycho. Spite, yeah. That still like, are free today like you would be shocked if you fucking looked into this shit of the amount of people who have done shit like this or just in general kids that have killed people that are out walking around just living their lives today it's fucking scary it's also one of those one of the cases it's not it does not relate to this but there's a kid who did commit a murder or they committed a, a like a horrible crime i can't remember what case it was but they're walking free because of the technicality of like he did it as a kid and now he's over the age of 18. He's free to go. And they're like, but this kid committed a heinous crime. Yeah. It wasn't something like it wasn't something. It might have been not like a mass murder, but it, it was like a murder case. Yeah. They're like, the kid did it as a kid. What, what are we going to do? He's not a kid anymore. And we can't keep him here because <laughs> just the one technicality is like his his case stated that as a as a as a minor, he will be sent to juvie, but he's not a minor anymore. And that's why he's walking free. And that's I'm like, like you said, it's scary to see like oh now this guy's walking free and this is one of those people who have one of those high chances of committing of reoffense. yeah i agree completely basically at the end of the day the legal system is to keep our society safe and if you can't keep these people who are a threat to society who are unsafe away that's what's the point of it mm-hmm mm. Justice isn't perfect. No, it's not perfect. But the fact that just that there are so many inconsistencies, like it's it's interesting that some people got away with things while other people did not. So do you think that we should read that we should take another look at our laws and change them again and really get down to the nitty gritty? I know there's people who who change the laws all the time. Should we go back into the into the the, into into uh, into all of our laws and be like, this shouldn't be a technicality anymore. This should be set in stone. This should be black and white versus it being in the in the gray area. Um, you know, I don't really know the reasons for why certain cases ended up the way they did. So because it's not like they were found. It's not like situations where someone's found not guilty and let to walk three. Like there's a lot like these are all cases where like guilt was determined or admitted. Um, and I don't know if it just has to do with these all so many cases happen over different periods of time, different states, different, even different countries where just I don't know all the implications of it. And I don't know what determines these things. But I do think that it's it's kind of fucked up how inconsistent it is. Just that someone could walk free for something as heinous as that while someone else could be in jail for life. For like having possession of methamphetamine, or even there are people like in fucking prison for life for having weed. 
like yeah that's another thing that's another topic too that <laughs> then like some kid who like killed his whole family is just like ha ha peace out fucker i'll be out of here in 25 years i'll be or out of like here in seven. life huh or like seven yeah something like that yeah so just kind of interesting to think about um send this to your congressman maybe he'll maybe he'll really re- they'll rethink their the laws send this to everyone who like us gives you shit about fucking not wanting to have kids or send this to anybody just so they can listen to this fucking show. Send this show. to your local congressperson trying to close your Planned Parenthood. Send this, just download this episode, send it to your dog. We don't give a shit where you send it to. Just send it out to people. It's a PSA. Kids are fucking psycho. Mom, dad, if you're listening to this, I don't want kids because they'll they'll come after me. I don't think I'll be a good parent. Mom, dad, if you're listening to this, I know based on the statistics... I've still got about five years to still be in the danger zone of committing a crime. But don't worry. I'm not planning on it. Bye. She's looking at me with like very devious eyes. Being Bye. like. <laughs> Bye. All right. Is there anything else you want to add to this? Um, thanks for listening, guys. I hope this episode comes out soon. Like sooner than later. I got to I got to ask my editor to do a lot of edits for this. <laughs> All right. If you like our show, please follow us on our Instagram page at Days and Disturbed Podcast. We also have our Discord. Eventually, like I said, eventually I'll figure out how to use Discord and then we can talk about it. You can tell us how many chicken nuggets we have to add to our chicken or our, our Days and Disturbed ch- jar, we said. We don't know how wrong we are. Maybe you're more right than I am. Maybe I'm more right than you are. Who knows? Who gives a shit? Sorry about the Oedipus thing. I was going to go on a tangent about it, but I just realized we're running out of time and plus... Van Lay's a fucking killjoy, so fuck the creep. She's she's an asshole. I only want the real blood and guts. If you have... I deal in cold, hard murder. None of this fictional bullshit. Well, I'd like to live in a fantasy world where everything is all jolly ranchers and rainbows. Dude, I'm fine to talk about that shit in another episode where its preface does not fact. I will fuck you up. Leave me be. Okay. Mm. Ooh, shit, that was my laptop. Um, <laughs> email me... At days and disturbed podcast at gmail.com. And just email me at days and disturbed podcast at gmail.com. Just to tell us how right or wrong we are or how much this episode sucks. All right. We love you tell all. Tell us our feedback because I'm actually very open to change unless you tell me to fuck off. I'm going to keep doing shit if I know it pisses you off. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a good day. Have a good night. Have a fucking happy leap year. Have, have a happy birthday if it's your birthday today listening to this. Later. If you have an itchy asshole, where do you go? Where do you go to itch it? I mean, I know where to go, I mean, but if you're in public, you can't itch it anywhere. You know what I mean? Hello everyone, this is your friendly neighborhood NPC, Paul Logan, and I'm here to talk to you about a new podcast that I'm adding to my network. 
I could do fat jokes because I was fatter than I am now, but now I'm kind of like slightly overweight, which is cool with me, but I want to get to know overweight. It's funny, it's crass, it's fantastic. And so that's the last image my wife's gonna see me. I don't wanna do that. My kid walks in, I got the double chin looking fat as fuck with the poison. With, you know, you ever see in the movies and shit, when you have poison, your eyes are wide awake. You know, your mouth is all fucking wide open and your face is purple. But with the double chin, you ain't gonna look cool. And it's hosted by a dear friend of mine, Mr. Alex Midnight. Podcast is called Midnight by the Bay. It's coming soon to a silver tongue near you.